and welcome to Hell Ain't Complicated, a supernatural fan cast. I'm Claire, and with me is my friend Bo. Hello. That's all I got. Hello. Hello. <laughs> we gotta stop doing that. <laughs> we really do, Jesus Christ. How are you doing? Um, well, as you know, tomorrow is my first day off in like a month because I have two jobs now, like a God moron. Damn. I didn't, uh, whatever. So eight hours, seven days a week. <laughs> I've been oh my on God. my grind. Um, so I have a bottle of wine with me right now. That's how I'm doing. Are you fucking desert seven days? They don't. What? So, oh, I guess it is two jobs. Yeah, it's two different jobs. So five days a week at one, and then um, I didn't put in my change of schedule request in enough time. So oh, no. I was oh, just man. like, well, well, fuck it. I guess I'll just for a couple of weeks work seven hours, seven <laughs> days a week. Last week, technically, I didn't work, but you know, I was studying like an insane person for like <laughs> sixteen hours of my supposed weekend. Oh my god, you are so strong and so brave. Am I? Am I? Yeah, you fucking are. <laughs> Don't let anyone tell you otherwise. That shit's fucking insane. Oh my god. Well, Jesus. I passed my exams, so now I have my licenses. God, I was an idiot. Like, 16 hours, two days, like, just studying. Because I didn't, I didn't study at all before then. But now I can definitely tell you what an annuity is. <laughs> Let's not talk about annuities, though. If I have to think the word annuity again in the next 48 hours, I'll barf. I don't know what an annuity is. I'm, I'm not, not going to ask. tell you. <laughs> it's just going to go right like straight through my head anyway. Like, I'm not. <laughs> They're not that complicated to understand. I just didn't understand. I had heard the word all the time, especially when you see those, like, daytime commercials, but I never knew what the fuck they were. Now I do. <laughs> One mystery solved. That's a you know, when I was a kid, I would see commercials about, um, are you stuck in debt? Do you have a lot of debt? And I always thought they were saying deaf. I'm like, <laughs> how can the people... <laughs> how can... <laughs> are you stuck in the realm of the dead? <laughs> Yeah, I was always like, how can deaf people hear the commercial for them, oh. though? I, huh? <laughs> oh, I thought he said dead. <laughs> oh, no, <laughs> I meant deaf with an F. <laughs> God, we're idiots. We need yeah. to. <sighs> <laughs> Granted, it was on, like, fucking PBS. Like, are you stuck in debt? I'm five. No. <laughs> anyway. Okay, so Supernatural. Supernatural, yeah. My only check-in for me is I can't stop thinking about D&D, &D, and that's why I haven't been uploading episodes, because I've been so hyper-fixated on D&D &D that I, I, have, oh I have no excuses. I just I just love my D&D &D character so much. I love her. <laughs> She's going through it so much. I love her. My poor baby. Oh, it's going to be even worse tomorrow. She's, like, willing to dig up a dead guy to get answers. Like, the dead guy who is mean to, like, one of the other player characters. It's upsetting. My character's going fucking through it. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Uh, I will try and keep my D&D to a fucking minimum. I started- God! Okay. Uh, Supernatural news. Mm -hmm. Not 
really much happened, I guess. Uh, Jim Michaels is not working on the boys because he's gross. There are more script leaks. I didn't read them because I was busy making more D&D memes and drawing D&D art and working a lot. Uh, the one thing I did like, <laughs> I really like this a lot, is this company stands. It does, like, Supernatural merch. Pretty good Supernatural merch. I mean, but Supernatural merch is still like, oh, God, I have Supernatural merch. Granted, <laughs> I do have Supernatural merch, and it makes me so mad. But, like, it's it's not bad, you know? You know, they kind of get it. Like, mm-hmm. I'm very picky about merch. If it's just, like, a fucking wallet that has the word Supernatural on it, and I'm like, I'm gonna kill you. That's a stupid... I hate that shit. It's so stupid. But when, it, like, there's thought put into it... That's the good shit. I can't resist that. That shit is so good. But anyway, so they had a new uh, item that's like a kind of keychain with a mixtape. The like the Zep tracks for Cass mm-hmm. <laughs> mixtape. And originally they introduced the item with uh, Driver Picks the Mixtape. And after talking with the fans, they re-released the yeah, They crossed out the Driver Picks the Mixtape and just said, a gay moment. Oh my god. <laughs> And then they said, we accidentally straight baited the Supernatural fandom. Apologies. I Stans? More like Stan. I hate you. But I'm just... <laughs> I hate you so fucking much. I, okay, I'm going to send you a link. And so for the people listening, this is something from the Stans website. It is called Profound Bond Gloves. <laughs> oh my god fucking like <laughs> like red handprint on the inside it's what's the point of this i can't decide if it's good or bad but it's very funny i'll give them it's, that it's bad it makes no sense it's stupid yeah but it's the handprint i just i can't be bad that's kind of funny i can't stand us <laughs> jesus christ oh my god I I just straight up hate this fucking glove thing. (laughs) Fair to. Anyway, Supernatural. Okay, so we're reviewing episodes four through six. So starting with episode four, Children Shouldn't Play With Dead Things. Released October 19th, 2006, written by Ray L. Tucker, directed by Kim Manners. Sam visits Mary's grave while Dean investigates a dead girl. Uh, They assist... Neil Levine, a heartbroken college kid who consoles his longtime crush after a breakup and then loses her in a car accident. Determined to have his feelings return, Neil uses necromancy to bring her back from the dead. <laughs> his efforts backfire when she returns as an angry and vengeful zombie, forcing the brothers to stop her after she kills her boyfriend Matt and the girl he cheated on her with. Oh my god, this batch of episodes has <laughs> some complicated shit going on with women, <laughs> to say the fucking least. It's... yeah. Yeah, it's... Fucking, like, this girl Angela is the focus of the story, and it's like, I don't know anything about her. Yeah, we know that her boyfriend cheated on her, and her best friend was in love with her. That is it. That's all we learn about her. And, like, there was a scene where Dean was trying to get some information about her, like, best friend or roommate, and, like, she's just like, she was just so great. And he's like, yeah, what else? She was so... He's like, great, right. And like, it was supposed to be like kind of a funny moment where it's just like he's not getting any information and she's too overwhelmed to actually, you know, say anything. But it's like nobody that they talked to actually said anything about her as a person beyond, yeah, everyone liked her. Like that moment almost felt like satire of Supernatural. Like she's mm-hmm. so great. Okay. Name one quality about her. 
she's great. She was my yep. little angel. And I can't live without her. Okay, but, like, what was her favorite breakfast, though? Fuck if I know. And then there's that one fucking video, her like, of her and her boyfriend. She's like, stop following me. <laughs> stop. Stop it. <laughs> stop. stop it, Chad. <laughs> like, the most basic shit in the universe. Like, yeah. I just want one quality about this girl. In Please. that moment, we were all Dean and the crying friend was the supernatural writers the dead girl mm-hmm. was literally any female character it's either she's great or she's a horrible bitch <laughs> yeah <laughs> she's either a sinner or a saint a maiden a mother or a crone <laughs> any of that shit nothing else that's all you get <laughs> from women yeah these episodes though they did have some really good like sweet sammy content like yeah thank you thank you for being a like good supportive brother and some funny dean moments because i mean dean always gets the funny one-liners especially in the early seasons (laughs) like i still can't believe he was just like well it takes two to have hardcore sex like sir (laughs) sir why did you have to excuse me oh my god i hate him dean well, that's what he was just like, well, maybe we're thinking about this wrong. Who was the girl that that the, the boyfriend was cheating with? It does take two. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong, but bro. <laughs> he looks so cute in this episode. He does. Oh my god. He has like two oh my god. I just his little oh, his little bow legs. There was a <laughs> great bow leg moment at the top of the I've always loved Dean's little bow legs. They're like my favorite part about him. <laughs> One of the, you know what? I should make a D and D character with, but like, sh- oh my god, stop. I hate you so stop. fucking much. I, that's very cute, though. <laughs> yeah, this episode's kind of just like sort of standard fare. Granted, like the girl, she's like, oh, she's a saint. Oh, we miss her. We all love her. And then she turns into a zombie, so she's like instantly evil. But then she's also like begging for her life. But we, it's implied it's not sincere. Is uh, that's how supernatural is. Yeah, it's really wild because it's like she's this weird conniving kind of evil, though. And I'm just like, okay, I would understand if, you know, when you bring something back from the dead, it comes back wrong. It comes back not them. Yeah, 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 that tracks. But she was a little bit too quiet, you know? She was calculating. I'm just like, I, I would I would think it would be like a kind of feral mad kind of violence, you know? Yeah. So that was an interesting take. <laughs> it certainly was a take. That much I can give it. I mean, I guess it goes with the necromancy. Sure. The, oh my god, they fucking hold up a book. <laughs> they hold up a book at the top of the episode. They're like, oh, what's with this weird occult looking book? And like, it has some like World of Warcraft looking writing on it. And the dude is like, <laughs> oh, it's just ancient Greek. Uh, I don't think so. It literally looks like it's from, like, the oh high God. school library from Buffy. Oh, my God. It looks God. like one of Giles' books. Um, there really wasn't a whole lot that went on in this episode. Dean refused to go to their mother's grave at the beginning. That's what kind of kicked off the whole thing, because he was just kind of dicking around in the cemetery, and he found some unholy ground, <laughs> some, like, poisoned yeah. ground, and... Throughout the whole episode, he was really upset, and he kept repeating, what's dead should stay dead. Then at the very end, it all kind of comes to a head, which I found this so fucking hilarious. He just randomly pulls over, 
But yeah. he doesn't like pull over to the right. He like crosses the. Tra- I mean, there's no traffic, but he crosses over to the left, pulls over, and just gets out and like kind of leans against the hood of the car, looking out dramatically over this like ledge, this mountain ledge. Yeah. And Sam's like, well, I guess it's my cue. I guess my brother's being a dramatic bitch again. Gotta get out of... Because, <laughs> like, this whole episode, Sam was trying to, you know, talk to him, being like, hey, you're not okay. He had this nice little speech where he's like, um, where Sam's like, oh, Dean's like, I can take care of myself. He's like, no, you can't. And you're the only one who thinks you should have to. I'm like, boom. You've boiled Dean down to his bare essentials. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Because Sam has been trying to get him to talk this whole time. So, of course, Sam is going to be like, okay, this is going to be his dramatic way of saying I'm ready to talk now, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) They both kind of get out of the car, like lean against the hood. And they just kind of talk. He's like, yeah, well, what's dead should have stayed dead. And I was dead. I was going to die. This is him. This is, I think, the first time they voice. Yeah. Dad sold his soul or sold something. He made a deal for me, blah, blah, blah. And that's the reason I'm alive, because he's dead. And so it's a very emotional scene. You kind of like begin to get into, you know, Dean trying to actually address his feelings other than yelling at Sam about not wanting to. This batch of episodes is very much like in the, um, I believe it's Tall Tales or whatever episode where the, the brother's like, are telling each other's story and they make like over-exaggerated versions of themselves. God. And Sam is like, I acknowledge your pain. And he's like, all <laughs> like that. <laughs> like, this is that Sam. It's absolutely like, Dean, you need to talk about your problems with me. Dean, I'm here for you. I'm your therapist. Uh, like, oh my God, Sam, you can't fix this. I'm sorry. Okay, but he's trying. Like, <laughs> he's trying. Sam has never been one wrong once in his entire fucking life. He's so right. I love this little therapist. I mean, he still does it later, but in these seasons, it feels so, like, genuine. Like, yeah. Sam is so worried about his brother, and he wants the best for him. Yeah. Whereas, like, later, it's kind of like, well, we <laughs> this is what we're supposed to do. You're supposed to be repressing shit, and I'm supposed to help you with it. That's the deal. Yeah. Well, in early seasons, it was like, oh, I haven't seen you in a long time. We're reconnecting. We've both just been through a lot of shit. We pretty much only have each other. This is definitely Sam and Dean versus the world kind of situation. And, like, Sam finally kind of made a life for himself. Or he thought he he had a life and it was ripped from him. Now he's gonna f- try to fucking scramble to make sure what's left of this one isn't too. He just lost his father. His brother, who who never deals with this kind of shit well, is not coping well. He's just trying yeah. desperately to hang on to what, you know, is left of his life and his family. And that means by aggressively and kind of clumsily trying to get his brother to cope god i love sam so much this is this is real sammy seasons you know yeah he's sammy in season one and two definitely like season like 10 no that's samuel (laughs) 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 the samuel season yeah sam winchester that's not sammy 
Sammy's the 22 year old who, with floppy hair, you know? My God. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, let me do trivia. Um, wait, is there anything else we want to say about this episode? Dean had a sword. Dean did have a sword. Where the fuck did he get that big ass blade from? Was that just in the Impala? Do they just have that chilling in the trunk? <laughs> I have no idea. I just wish they used swords more often. But not not the fucking angel swords. Like, mm-hmm. right, like he, those aren't swords. I'm sorry. <laughs> those aren't fucking swords. I want a fucking sword. Like, okay. In Sailor Moon. This is a Sailor Moon tangent. I have many of these. But, okay. My favorite Sailor Moon uh, era is when she wears, like, this really good outfit that's, like, blue, yellow, etc. Looks so fucking good on her. And she has this weapon that... It should have been a sword. It drives me insane that it's not a sword. It's, oh my God. It's like called the kaleidoscope moon or something like that. I can't remember. But she like, they use this animation over and over where she's like holding it back and then she pushes it forward and she like strikes the foe with the heart and it's like, yeah, but it should have been a fucking sword. But in like the final climax when she finally defeats like the biggest bad of them all she does in fact use a sword but oh, yeah. she has a sword and she doesn't use it because sailor moon yusagi is so fucking full of love and empathy mm-hmm. that she just like has a fucking sword she can kill the bad guy with and she's like no i'm going to love you and tell you you deserve to be loved and that is what is going to save the universe i love her so much i love sailor moon so fucking much that's why sailor moon is so fucking good Mm -hmm. like oh my i have a whole thesis about why yusagi herself why sailor moon herself is a modern literally a modern mythological figure because it's oh my god it's a whole essay i could write a whole book about it but yeah she's just so she's so fucking full of love and she continues to fight despite everything holding her oh oh sorry anyway okay okay. that sounds right up my alley i don't know how i haven't watched it yet you know what i can send you a episode guide that like takes out all the episodes that like don't really matter it's such a good episode guy i never would have watched sailor moon without this episode guide i will send it to you i'm not a coward i'm just gonna watch it beginning to end that's a lot though that's like 200 plus episodes that's a lot um i have watched all of the series of star trek that had been out as of i think 2012 i have seen all of them some of them multiple times i am not afraid of watching a lot of episodes I'll send it to you anyway. You can choose to. The only series I will cherry pick episodes is Naruto, because my goal is to watch <laughs> all of and only the episodes with Rock Lee. You're going to watch Naruto? All, all of and only the episodes with Rock Lee, because I don't give a shit about anyone. Oh, okay, oh, yeah, maybe yeah. Guy. Maybe Maito Guy. But everyone, no one else, I do not give a shit about them. I'm here for my boy Lee. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, like, I don't care about- the character that matters. Exactly. If it has Rock Lee in it, I'm going to watch it. If it doesn't, I will not. I don't (laughs) care if I don't know what's going on. (laughs) God, I'm so glad I never got into Naruto. Thank God. God, you know what? I probably would have shipped- Actually, I don't know if I would have shipped Naruto and Sasuke, because Sasuke seems like he fucking sucks, and I do have taste sometimes. My friend Leonette, she, she likes Naruto- she loves mm. Naruto himself, hates Sasuke's Aww. guts, 
because she thinks he's terrible, but she still ships him because she's like, God damn it, since he makes you happy, Naruto. And I'm like, that's the funniest, <laughs> like, that's the funniest reason and most valid reason to ship anything where you actually hate one of the characters. <laughs> I mean, honestly, that's kind of Destel. It's like, yeah. well, Dean fucking sucks shit all the fucking time, but Cass likes them, so I guess, I guess I want them together. I mean, you're also. I mean, listen, you're a hardcore Dean girl. You can deny it all you want, but you are. Like, we're all a little obsessed with Dean. <laughs> so, yeah. like, we can't truly be on that level unless we weren't obsessed with him. Yeah. I wish I had enough taste to not be obsessed with him. <laughs> I mean, later seasons, Dean, it's like, I fucking hate him so goddamn much. Mm-hmm. But Cass, mm-hmm. but Cass, he's obsessed he yeah. want that one fucking post earlier that's like if we were friends with these two in real life we would want them to ditch each other like that is so insanely exactly. true exactly <laughs> and like that one cameo um misha collins did that was like Cass could do better <laughs> he could you're yeah. right <laughs> he just doesn't want to and doesn't realize it oh my god he's so stupid <laughs> Cass. It's like the ship is so, like, I know it's not healthy, I know it's not good, but it's so poetic. I love it It's just romantic. (laughs) I don't want this for myself. I would never, ever want this for myself. If anybody, you know how people are like, oh, I want to be like Joker and Harley Quinn? It's like if I heard someone say, I want to be like Dina Cass, I'd be like, oh, no, 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 no. I gotta go by. That's terrifying. You're a crazy person. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, um, do we want to do <laughs> trivia? Oh, yeah. <coughs> okay. Oh, oh, the swine is hitting me bad. Oh, can I do the first trivia once you're done uh, hacking up your lungs? Yeah, you can go for it. Apparently, Sam and Dean's uncle, it does not say what side, but their uncle put up Mary's headstone. It's implied it's probably Mary's brother. They do not name him. He is never mentioned again. And I'm just like, did they just retcon a whole ass brother? Like, (laughs) what the fuck happened? Like, later, when Sam starts working with the Campbells, there's no mention of of another son of Deanna and Samuel. There are two unspecified uh, family members One's named Tyler and one's named something else. They die. It's not stated how they're related to the Campbells, just that they are Campbells. So it might be one of those, but I don't know. Wait a minute. Oh my God, you're right. What the fuck? (laughs) That's insane. Oh my God. There was a whole ass brother that they just forgot. (laughs) Either that or worse, it's John's brother. Oh, and it's just god. not mentioned. That would be worse, I think. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. Because it's like I, I could conceivably see it's like, okay, my sister-in-law just died. My brother is not coping. Let me try to help out. That I mean, it's less likely than a brother of the person who died, but you know, families try to help each other out. Yeah. Jesus Christ. I want to know about this brother. I'm going to make a whole OC out of this brother. I want to know about him What we could so do bad. is we could just steal one of the two unnamed or named Campbells who they just, I think they just, they're mentioned briefly and they die in the same episode. We could just say it's one of them. <laughs> My fucking city now. Uncle Good Tyler. <laughs> the one good person in Supernatural. Oh my God. 
Uh, oh, yeah, more trivia. Uh, the crew of Supernatural inherited the dead tree seen in the cemetery uh, from the exorcism of Emer- Emil- Emily Rose. Yeah, from the exorcism of Emily Rose, 2005 production. It's also the same dead tree that played prominently in the season one episode Supernatural Scarecrow. Hey. So weird. Okay, uh, this is a bow fun fact that nobody actually cares about, but I was almost named Emily Rose. <laughs> <laughs> like right as they were like oh you have a baby now what are we gonna write down for the name my mom turned to my dad like are we sure about emily and he's like you're right and then changed it my mom who was like of course drugged out of her fucking mind after giving birth because you know she did not do a natural birth people are insane who do that <laughs> And so she was wandering around the hospital calling out Emily Rose. Anyways, I would have been a little, like, seven-year-old when that movie came out named Emily Rose. <laughs> nice. All I can think about when I hear Emily Rose is, have no fear, Amy Rose is here. <laughs> sorry, it's Sonic. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, when Sam deposits his father's dog tags at his mother's tombstone, it reads, Winchester, John, a bunch of numbers, type AB, non-religious. And someone on Tumblr, there's a post going around, I think it's got a ton of notes, that saying, like, Dean is, like, a, I, I don't really know, but, I like, a type, like o, type O. Blood. Yeah, so, like, he couldn't be blood-related to John, because it's <laughs> <laughs> very funny. Uh, Jared Padalecki filmed this entire episode with a broken hand, which he broke during a stunt the previous episode. I talked about that last week. Uh, he thought... It was only sprained until he got x-rays done. The, however, due to the fact that he'd begun filming the episode, he felt he had to finish filming the episode without a cast. Oh, no. Oh, poor Jared. I mean, I hate Jared, but that sucks. Um, <laughs> Sam's line, I think she broke my hand, was added after the boys killed the zombie so that when Sam uh, was wearing a cast in the next few episodes, it would make sense. Okay. Episode five. Simon said, October 26, 2006, written by the... Ben Edlund, directed by Tim. <gasps> I Lacafano. 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 Okay. Sam is a premonition <laughs> of a man shooting. <laughs> Can't stand you. <laughs> Sam has a premonition of a man shooting another and committing suicide later, and they seek Ash in the Harvells Roadhouse with the identification of the Blue Ridge bus of Sam's vision. Ash finds the location of Guthrie, Oklahoma. They believe that Andrew Gallagher is responsible for the murders. Uh, the Winchester brothers drive to the place and lure the t- locals, Tracy and Weber, to find Andy. They discover that the outcast Andy has the ability to control minds, but Sam is not affected by it. Hmm. When Holly Beckett soaks her clothes with gasoline at a gas station and burns herself to ashes, they realize Andy is not responsible for the deaths. Their further investigation discloses that Andy had a twin brother <gasps> that was still separated for adoption, but after the delivery by D- Holly, words, lots of words. But, what oh a my twist. god. Anyway, the first thing I have to say th- about this episode is that <laughs> the man at the beginning, the man who does the shooting, has the widest pant legs I've ever seen on a human <laughs> <The> being. <doctor. laughs> Like, he's walking down the street and just, his pant legs are truly just flapping he in the wind. He knows what's up. He knows what he's about. Okay, but the thing Nobody is- Nobody tailored this poor man's pants. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Like, sorry to this man. Also, one of the things that I kind of want to say, like, so the twin brother who was doing the killing, he was targeting yeah. people involved in their birth. He targeted their mother, that was Holly. 
And he looked like Elijah Wood. He did. He did. I'm so glad yeah. I wasn't the only one who thought that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he looked like a bargain Ben Elijah Wood. Anyway, but so yeah, he um, absolutely. He also targeted the doctor. You know, the guy who delivered them as as uh, children. He was the one who um who shot the uh, other man in the first premonition and then Sam ended up, you know, um saving him by setting off the alarms in the store before he before the guy goes in thus meaning he will not get access to the gun and but he ends up walking in front of a bus anyway oh no but like the thing is what beef did he have with the guy who was selling the gun why did he why did he mind control him into killing another person what was the point of that yeah like that was just mean yeah, that wouldn't have been nothing. I mean, I'm glad that isn't what ended up happening. Like, two deaths is still bad, but it's better than three. But, like, Weber was just like, fuck that dude. <laughs> like, yeah. Fuck the guy who owns the pawn shop, I guess. These two had a very sweet relationship where they cared about it. And the guy was like, hey, you want to go on a hunting trip? Since he seemed to care about guns all of a sudden. Like, yeah. oh, precious. Granted, I'm not a fan of guns or mm-hmm. selling guns so willy-nilly, <laughs> but he's still like, hey, you want to hang out? Since we have a common interest now, that'd be fun. That's adorable. God. Um, not a whole lot happened in this episode, but it was pretty good for, like, Sam's Sam's plot there, where he yeah. meets this guy and is like, well, obviously he's the one who's doing this because he's the one who has the ability to control minds dean what the fuck is your problem meanwhile dean is over here just like nah this dude's cool as hell like he can't he can't be a murderer (laughs) he's too chill (laughs) even though dean got mind control he's still like man i want to fuck this dude he rules (laughs) this dude this dude fucks i'm also i was also kind of surprised at like how into all of his tacky shit dean was i shouldn't be surprised because dean has no taste clearly (laughs) to quote the (laughs) to quote (laughs) the jackals (laughs) clearly the man has no taste he's like oh that (laughs) that band with the warrior princess um painted on the side that Bucks. Oh I mean, God. it was a cool painting, but it was tacky as hell. That whole van. God. Stoner Dean writes, though, I guess. Anyways, so... Yeah. <laughs> part of it is definitely, this dude rules. I kind of want to fuck him. I hope he doesn't end up being a serial killer. But another part was also, well, he seems like a normal guy, and also, if this guy and the last guy who were involved in, um... The whole yellow-eyed demon baby uh, nursery burning thing. Mm. Both got psychic powers and went off the edge. Then it means I might have to start believing that my brother might. And, of course, Dean refuses to believe that because, A, that's his baby brother. B, we are, again, hearkening back to what his father said at the beginning of the season. You have to kill your brother if you can't save him. (laughs) Yeah. (sighs) So there's that. And then there's Sam just being reasonable, like, come on, dude, look at the evidence here. <laughs> at the end of the episode, like, like Andy is like, I just killed my brother. What the fuck am I supposed to do with my life now? And the brother's like, don't be a bad guy or we'll come back and shoot ya. Bye. Fucking cope. Dean is such a jackass. The thing about Sam is, like, you don't see it as much here, but in almost every other c- circumstance. He's always very willing to extend the benefit of the doubt to others to 
see the best in other people, but he's not nearly as kind to himself. And that kind of shows in this episode with the unkind view he has of Andy. Yeah. Granted, he's still like, like right now, he's actually like sticking up for Sam a lot. Like Sam is yeah. like, oh, I something's wrong with me. And Dean's like, Dean calls uh, Andy a freak. And Sam's like, so I'm a freak too. And Dean's yeah. like, nah, you're just, you're my brother. You're just a weird, which is very- You've always been a freak. <laughs> Yeah, but, like, that's extremely different from how he's going to be. Because, like, all the fucking time he's like, Sam, you gotta stop. You're mm-hmm. being fucking annoying and shit with your demon blood crap. Mm-hmm. But Sam's like, I don't wanna. And Dean's like, well, you have to. And it's implied, like, the show wants out to be like, Sam, you gotta stop. But, like, right now, Dean is like, yeah, you're a little bit weird, but, like, we can handle it. Yeah, I mean, my dad says it's not good, but I want to believe that it's going to be okay. Yeah. You know? Dean wants to find Mm -hmm. the middle ground. And in later seasons, there is no middle ground. They don't allow for middle ground. He does Mm -hmm. not. Oh, God. Yeah, you were going to say something. No, no. Yeah, but this is one of the last times where we really see Sam and Dean's, like, dynamic flipped. um, When it comes Mm. to... You know, their belief in Sam and thus their belief in the, you know, psychic-ish characters, you know? If that makes any sense. Yeah. Because, sorry, from this point on, it's pretty much, you know how Sam is, regardless of what they are or who they are, he kind of wants to believe if they show a sign that they can be good, that it it exists. That not Mm. everything or everyone with some sort of psychic or otherwise supernatural connection is automatically a like mindless killer whereas in this episode sam is struggling so hard to believe in himself and he's definitely projecting it onto other people around yeah. him he's convinced that he's going to be a killer and i think one of the reasons why this is like kind of the last time that we see dean really dig in his heels to you know fight for the opposite is because again of that you're gonna have to kill him message from from their dad because it doesn't work in yeah. later seasons because i don't know why it doesn't work in later seasons honestly because they always have dean dean is always supposed to be the one who's in the right it's really weird because sam is like the main character for the first couple of seasons but then yeah. At some point along the lines, they swap it to everything Dean ever says and does is correct, even when that is obviously not true. The narrative just (laughs) always wants to constantly validate Dean. They don't allow him to be incorrect because protagonist syndrome. I don't know why they they have no problem with Sam being wrong. It's so funny because a lot of the times when Sam is supposed to be wrong, he's not actually wrong. It's like, no, he was right, though. It's... (sighs) (laughs) <laughs> you know wait you know <laughs> you know why you know why they say dean is always right hmm. because he's the righteous man <laughs> no like legit that's why no no legit that not even a joke they made him the righteous man because they always want him to be right yeah <laughs> We've had this conversation before, I think, because I get basically so mad because literally Dean is so fucking self-righteous. Oh, boy. It's like he hates himself, but he's very, very 
righteous in his beliefs. Not self-righteous in the I believe yeah. I'm better than you way, but righteous in the what I am doing is right and correct and I full-heartedly believe in it and I am here to like take a stand against oh, evil because I believe so hard so like fully that I'm correct. Which is why I think personality-wise, yeah, he's a pretty good fucking vessel for Michael. But like oh, yeah, I am mm, mm, like mm. literally knows better than the angels who are millions of years oh my god. Ah, oh, Dean. This is why I believe he's the righteous man. He's the fucking self-righteous man. Like, righteous in that sense, he is, in fact. But not righteous in the sense that, you know, they would have you believe by the title. Yeah, oh my god. Angry, Ooh. angry, 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 the angry, self-righteous angry. man. Anyway. <laughs> I actually, you remember that robot comic I really want to do? Yes, ma'am. I really want to give the protagonist, like, mind control powers, because I think it'd be so interesting to see a character with mind control powers but like they're not the bad guy because mind control is just so automatically seen as evil understandably so but this is like one of the very very few times i've seen something Mm -hmm. someone with mind control powers and it wasn't automatically evil andy is just like you know i i do enough to live by i'm a little bit more comfortable than Mm -hmm. most people but i'm enjoying my life i'm having a good time i still have some problems but it's all good i'm not i'm not being the worst granted i i could have swore there he was like waving to a woman in the window as he was like leaving his apartment was i wrong i didn't see it because i don't think he has an apartment yeah but like he was leaving a building and then he like turned to wave at someone in a window and maybe i maybe i I don't remember seeing it but i wasn't also paying too much attention either the way that he (laughs) talked though it sounds like he never like because he never used mind control on that girl he was dating i feel like it's safe to assume he doesn't do that on anyone he dates yeah i want to believe that i really hope that's true (laughs) i want to believe i want to believe that andy is a good mind control person (laughs) i mean he probably got her into some show and she was like okay awesome i'm gonna fuck this dude now <laughs> if if it was he was leaving the apartment of some girl yeah because i don't remember seeing that at all and i'd be fucking horrified and i'd automatically hate him from yeah. jump if all right yeah yeah i hope i was wrong it wouldn't make him very sympathetic it is a bed and episode so i want to be oh speaking of women joe was in this episode oh my fucking god i yes. love the way that they portrayed Joe in this episode. Just like, there's like a brief scene in the roadhouse because mm-hmm. they need to talk to Ash. But in the brief scene, Joe is like hustling a dude at this <laughs> arcade game. It's that arcade game where like you shoot deer. Like we've all kind of seen it. I've seen it. It's like Duck Hunt or something. Yeah, Joe hustles hustles me. He's like, I can't believe you beat me at this <laughs> at this shooting game. And Ellen's like, did you not check the scoreboard? It's just like, she shows it. It's like, Joe, 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 <laughs> Joe, Joe. Joe is a gamer girl. She's a fucking gamer. And I just, I love Ben and Liz so much because it totally gets the vibe <laughs> that Joe should have been. She's like the little kid that the older brothers leave behind. And like, she wants to hang out with the older kids. She wants to hang out with the big kids. Mm-hmm. But she's just not quite ready for it. And it's just the idea of like this kid, like this little girl growing up in a bar for hunters for like masculine grizzled hunters and she's just she's just like figures out how to like 
con the arcade game. She like does like the quarter trick. She just like puts the same quarter in and then pulls it back and then puts it in. She's like over and oh, like she knows how to con the games and she just plays those over and over and over and over and over again until she fucking masters that. Literally, that's Joe what- Joe was I- a fucking gamer girl. <laughs> Literally, that's what I was thinking when he was just like, oh, how, how did you beat me? I'm like, bitch, she lives here. What? She, she here. grew up here. What? Of course she's going to be boss at this game. What else is there to do? <laughs> that's such a... Oh my god, that's such... Like, honestly, that's kind of better Joe characterization than the next episode gives. Yeah. That, that's such... There's so much personality just in that little thing. Evelyn, you did it again! I just fucking love... Like, it was a very brief interaction, but Joe kind of comes up to Sam and Dean and she... I don't remember exactly what she said, but, like, the, the conversation between dean and joe it was very friendly it did not feel at all weirdly sexually charged like the next episode does it just felt it felt like i'm your kind of older brother older cousin and we're just kind of blah 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 you know that was the vibe and i loved that and then i also love the you're afraid of my mother oh i think so like the like the intensity is like i think so yes excuse me your mother's (laughs) terrifying like uh yeah duh (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like in the next episode it's like oh yeah that it is understandable that he should be ter- but like right now he doesn't fucking know that his dad killed her dad <laughs> it's just like uh your mom scares me also <laughs> you're a little much you're like my kid like ah oh, there's such like a kid sister vibe with her in this episode that i re- that's exactly what she kind of is i wish they'd stuck with that yeah. because that's so what she is yeah. She oh and Charlie being the little sisters that they never wanted. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> God. Okay, do we want to move on to trivia? Yeah, okay. There was some trivia, most of it was very boring. The only trivia that was kind of interesting, but also just extremely weird, is that um, oh, yeah. the original version of the story as pitched by Ben Edlund, the Ben Edlund, I keep calling him Ben Edlund, <laughs> I can't say Ben Edlund. I keep calling him Bed Edlund. Bed Edlund. Bed Edlund. Anyway, uh, it involved a deformed twin who convinces normal looking brother to be mentally handicapped thanks to a telepathic link. Mm. In the finale, the deformed twin should have eaten his siblings. Mm. It was Joe Siobhan that helped Edlund boil down the skirts of the pharmacy. That yummy, yummy <laughs> ableism so- there, I guess. It's not good, but. <laughs> It is kind of funny to me. Hey, Mr. Edlin, what the fuck? That's so much. Edlin would have given me the cannibalism I wanted from the Benders episode. That's why I stand. I hate you so much. <laughs> okay, know, episode sorry. six, no exit. <laughs> <laughs> November 2nd, 2006, written by Matt Witten, directed by Kim Manners. Dean and Sam visit Ellen and Joanne... Jo- Joanna Beth. Joanna Beth at the Harville Bar, and Joe shows her file about the disappearance of six blonde girls uh, during the last 80 years in an apartment building in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. She tries to convince the Winchester brothers to bring her to investigate the case, but Dean refuses to re- the request, afraid of Ellen's reaction. Understandably so. Uh, they break in the apartment of the last victim, but when Sam finds ectoplasm, they realize that a fiend is hunting the location. When they leave the place, they a meet fiend? Joe with a super and a fiend! <laughs> a 
Okay. I don't I don't write these. Claudio Carvajalo writes. Also, Claudio Carvajalo has a headcanon that I'm going to get to maybe in like the trivia section or something. Okay. They meet Joe with the super and find that she has lied to Ellen telling her that she went to Las Vegas and that they are going to rent the foregoing apartment. Um, their further investigation discloses that in the past, before construction of the building, the field next to the prison uh, was used to execu- execute criminals, including the serial killer H.H. H. Holmes. When Joe decides to search the last victim behind the wall, she is captured by the spirit, and Dean and Sam have to figure out how to rescue Joe and escape the wrath of Ellen. I mean, that wasn't really part of it. It was There was a scene at the very end of a very tense and silent car ride. That was it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that was pretty much it. That's the fucking thing about Supernatural. Like, I was kind of thinking, oh, this might be controversial. Do Ellen and Joe get character development in Supernatural? Like, in the entirety of their sh- of their show run. Do they get character development? Bold of you to Honest assume to I fucking remember. I'll, I'll get back to you in <laughs> the, like three weeks when we get to the end of the season. I think maybe Joe might, but I don't think Ellen does. Ellen is basically the mom in the background. I mean, I feel like Joe doesn't even because like, yeah, she is in like the final battle and stuff, but she's still next to her mom. Till she dies, yeah. she is next to her mom, and all she really wanted was to be independent and away from her mom. Mm-hmm. Like, and like, besides this episode, we don't see her. Granted, we are rewatching. Maybe I'm wrong. I, I truly don't know if I'm wrong or not. But like, she goes on a hunt this episode. Mm-hmm. I don't really know if she goes on any other hunts. She's just always. This is like the one time she's away from the roadhouse, besides like when she's with her mom. And the Winchesters at, like, mm-hmm. Bobby's house and shit. Like, I don't think Ellen and Joe get character development, in my opinion. Probably not. Also, one of the things that I had a problem with um, in that last scene is I can understand Ellen. Ellen is obviously struggling with trusting the brothers because she knows they're not their dad. But she still, she can't look at them and not see John who she hates for getting her husband killed. But she seems to at least understand on some level that they are not their dad. Joe has no reason for blaming them for her dad's death. Yeah. It just, it was so fucking funny. I was just sitting there like, bitch, why are you mad at him? I understand that you're emotional right now and you don't want to be comforted by him of all people, but you are actively blaming him. Yeah, it didn't make... Oh, didn't make boy. any sense. It just, it really gave off bitches be crazy vibes from both of them. <laughs> both Ellen and Joe. Bitches really do be crazy. Hey, <laughs> boy. But, like, this episode was, I mean, it was kind of fun, I guess. Uh, I'm really just here for the freaky true crime lesbian Sam truthism. Because that's yeah! what. Oh my God. Sam is a freaky true crime lesbian. He is. He really is. I oh god, that I do love that. That has managed to stay alive like throughout the entire run of the series. He is a true crime junkie. Love it. He's just such a fucking dork. That's why I was just like, listen. He doesn't listen to music. He listens to NPR and history podcasts. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. The only music he listens to is whatever Dean forces him to. 
Yeah. <laughs> that and um, Visions by whatever the fuck that band is. That's the only fucking song we know Sam likes is Visions. The, I looked in through the glass and all I see is you. That's the one song we know for a fact Sam likes, which is insane. It's 15 years. What the fuck? Sam, you need a personality. But it is yeah. good to know he does love true crime. That is very cute. <laughs> yeah, he got so excited about H. H. Holmes. It's like he did. I mean, I. Oh, <laughs> I mean, H. H. Holmes is a very insane, just absolute like oh bonkers. So Joe finds out about this, tells them, and Ellen convinces them to take the case for her. Joe is displeased. Yeah. She ends up uh, following them there and. Um, Ellen calls, like, hey, is my daughter there? And Dean's like, shit. Dean's looking at Joe when he says, no, she's who's not. Joe? <laughs> Who, who's Joe? <laughs> I've never heard of her. Um, and so, uh, basically, there was this bit where he's just, she was like, you sound like my mom. And he's like, well, that's not a bad thing. And I'm like, wait, no, Dean, finish your fucking compliment. Tell us how much you respect and admire her. Exactly. Dean is so fucking mom-coded. Yeah, of course you remind her of her mom. You're a mom. Like, (laughs) all moms is the same. But, like, I really, really wish that he did get to kind of talk a little bit about how much he admires Ellen or something like that. Because he he does say, hey, you got a great mom. All she wants for you is a better life than than you have right now she doesn't want you to be unsafe and be um out here doing this horrible shit she wants you to go to college and have a real life and part of me was also just like okay where was this when sam wanted to leave though bitch bitch yeah like okay so there's not the abandonment issues with joe with joe but like come on Joe kind of reminds me of this One Piece OC I had as a kid. Jesus Christ. <laughs> this OC who, whose parents owned a hotel, but she really wanted to be a pirate. So she would like sneak over to like the pirate docks and uh, like record the stories of all the pirates. And she wanted to be like a journalist That's and a pirate. <laughs> yeah, I think I have my fanfic cover of like on like a USB somewhere. It was Aww. very cute. That's actually a really cute idea. Um, <laughs> there wasn't really a whole lot going on in this episode that I want to talk about. What about you? Yeah, this, like, this episode, uh, like, from a horror standpoint, this is, like, a genuinely good, creepy episode, but then it turns into, like, the captive prisoner shit, which I, like, mm. personally can't, like, that's the one kind of horror I can't handle. It's like, ugh. So I was, I kind of didn't really want to watch this episode again, because, oh. oh, that part makes me uncomfortable. I'm sorry. <laughs> I did like your note that Joe and Claire should have met, because absolutely, 100%. It would have been awesome to see the two of those girls interact. It would have been great. Yeah, Joe should have been Claire's older sister. Exactly. Like, Claire is already so, like, freaking Dean-coded. And she yeah. had, like, a <laughs> kind of sort of similar arc um, later. It was only, like, an episode or so where she's basically, she's struggling with coping with a normal life while she's staying with Jody. Like, Jody signs her up for school, but she's, like, keeps, like, skipping classes. She's like, I don't want to go to college. I want to be a hunter. So that's why I, what I was thinking about. Like, Joe and Claire would have been a really cool set of characters to meet. Because Joe literally had the same problem. They're, like, the same fucking character, just, like, a decade apart. A little bit. 
a little bit. One of their fathers was killed by one of the wind. Oh, I mean, Cass God. is a Winchester in my mind. Let's be real. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, very yeah. kind of weird, strained relationship with the Winchesters. Definitely looks up to and idolizes Dean in a weird way. Joe is a little bit more okay. Do I want to fuck him or do I want him to be my big brother? <laughs> With Claire, it's more, do I want him to be my dad or do I want to murder him? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's absolutely what it is. <laughs> oh boy. I think she was cool with him until he went all, like, crazy on on the people that were, because uh, she was part of this... It's not like a group, but basically there's this like older guy who had a lot of troubled teens who he, you know, he took care of them. He sheltered them, but he was also like taking advantage of them financially, like having them like do shit, like illegal shit for him to get money because he was in deep water with other people. And basically it, Dean, who was under the influence of the mark, came in and slaughtered a house full of these like gang members brutally and from then on claire was like oh you're fucked up <laughs> i think until that point she was kind of cool with him but when that happened she's like oh huh you're kind of a serial killer and it didn't get better from there <laughs> anyways that wasn't really related also oh boy i do have to take a stand mm. I do not care if this is controversial. It's the truth. Dean's a fucking brunette. He does not have blonde hair. At the very lightest, it is sandy brown. Most of the time, uh, it's a pretty deep brown, though. I don't know. I don't know. Well, trust I me. Have, I don't know. Get your fucking eyes checked. I can't believe you. Yeah, but when you Google it, people say it's dirty blonde. I don't know. Well, people are idiots. Yeah, trust your eyes. Don't trust what idiots on the internet say. I am trying. I have <laughs> looked at his hair so much in the past 24 hours. I can't decide. It is so... Have you looked at the pictures that I sent you? I've looked at every fucking picture of Jensen Ackles. <laughs> it is straight in between blonde and brown. It's I not. swear to God, I if don't fucking know. If it's in between know. blonde and brown, it's, it's brown. Jesus Christ. Uh, uh, like, I want to fight you, but you're right. But also, it it's so cool. I don't know. I don't know. I just don't know. I don't know. It's an enigma. Yeah, well. I can't figure it out. It's brown. It's brown. Whatever. I guess. I just really want it to be blonde. I think I just really, really want Listen, it to be if blonde. you want to head canon that Dean is blonde and, like, rewrite canon in your brain... Go for it. I don't care. I'm all for rewriting canon. But if you want to look me in my eyeballs and tell me Jensen Ackles is a blonde, I'll bite you. You know what? You know what it is? You know what it is? What? You know what it is? What? It's because I have stand so many blonde boys in my life. <laughs> I can't handle it when someone's like, oh, actually, that blonde boy that you love, they're actually a brunette. And I'm just like... <laughs> Like identity crisis. Like not to get into D and D, but I thought Salmon was a blonde for the longest time, and I'm like, and then, and then Talay was like, oh yeah, he is a brunette. He has like chestnut hair, and I'm like, what? Huh? Like, what? I just really like blonde. Like fuck. Okay, so like I thought Dean was a blonde boy. 
apparently he's not Salmon. I thought it was a blonde boy. He's not. Uh, <laughs> Jack Morrison. Uh, I don't know why I fucking stand, but like, like I'm not going to defend it at all. It's a very stupid character to stand, but I did anyway because I'm a stupid fucking idiot. Who the idiot. fuck is Jack anyway, Morrison? Uh, Oh, he's from Overwatch. He's so oh, Soldier 76. Oh, oh, oh. To be fair, he has white oh, hair. It's God. easy to picture him as a blonde. Yeah, when he's younger, he's a blonde. Oh, okay. I thought that you said he wasn't a blonde. Oh, he's absolutely a blonde when he's younger. I was about it's to like, be like, I'm- is my memory tricking me? <laughs> I haven't actually played Overwatch, so it might be. <laughs> Good. Don't. It's ugh, whatever. And then, oh, you know, oh. Oh? The first blonde that I ever loved was, um... In Catholic school, I loved Sanji so fucking much. And then, like, I was obsessed with blonde boys till, like, high school. Like, uh, yeah, Sanji. Then I had a crush on a dude and, like, like who was in eighth grade while I was in fifth grade. I was obsessed with the dude. I knew nothing about him. <laughs> but he was blonde and he looked like Sanji. So I was obsessed with him. That's truly the, Christ. like, truly that's my fucking life is, like, oh, this guy looks like a fictional character. I'm going to be obsessed until he says a word to me. I'm like, actually, you suck, actually. Um, <laughs> then I had a crush on a blonde guy in middle school who was, like, the absolute worst. And then I, <laughs> I found out he got expelled. Oh, my God. <laughs> blonde boys are the worst. I really like blonde boys a lot. It's a problem. It's like they know they're blonde and they're cocky. They are and that's my type and i hate it (laughs) i hate it so much i see a fucking fucking cocky homeless blonde boy and i'm like oh i gotta stand i can't help it i hate it it's a literal problem in my fucking life see in the early seasons the way that they did the lighting they did frame it so it looked like dean's hair was kind of that like caramelly brown but it's still obviously brown and then I don't know whether yeah, it's just because he got right. older or the or the, like they started lighting it differently, but then it's very obvious it's a darker brown. But even at the lightest, it's a caramel brown, but that's still fucking brown. It's not blonde. God, I hate it when you're right. I hate it when you're right. Well, I'm right <laughs> you always. You are right, yeah. Oh. I mean, I think it was more blonde in other years. Probably like the very, very beginning of season one. I remember his hair looking kind of lighter than i feel like jensen's hair is dyed so much so often i don't think even he knows what his true hair color is at this point shave it all off babe (laughs) i think maybe now he actually knows because you know (laughs) quarantine does that to a person so like yeah i think that's like the best indicator of what his hair color so yeah he probably is actually a soft brunette bald natural truthism Ah, you're right. You're right. I hate it. (laughs) (laughs) Like, it truly is just because I'm a fucking blonde white piece of shit. Anyway, okay, trivia. Unless there's anything else we want to say about this episode. I think that's most of it. Not really. And I think most of the trivia is just like, oh, wow, H.H. Holmes is real, isn't it? Yeah, it's insane. Uh, Unlike most of the demons, spirits, and creatures that the Winchester brothers hunt, the ghost in this episode is based on the real-life historical figure, the serial killer Herman Webster Mudgett, a.k.a. Dr. Henry Howard Holmes. Uh, Many details mentioned by the Winchesters about H.H. Holmes is historically true, and Sam was very excited about that. (laughs) He confessed to 27 murders, nine confirmed. He built a murder castle in Chicago so he can carry out his crimes in secret. He was executed by hanging in Philadelphia. And at his request, he was buried in concrete so no one would be able to touch his corpse because he's a piece of shit. And he was like... 
Do you want to break into his, um, like, tomb in Philadelphia and desecrate his corpse with me? Yes! <laughs> Everybody does. <laughs> Anybody who's ever been into true crime wants to break into his <laughs> fucking tomb. Because this dude was a horrible monster. And then he's like, oh, but I don't want anyone touching my corpse. I don't want people doing the same thing I did to corpses to do to me. Like, fuck off! piece of shit i'll fucking i think we throw should his corpse down a fucking slip and slide i don't give a shit this motherfucker disgusting man he's disgusting we should do what they did at um for area 51 just like set a facebook event they can't yes. catch all of us yes. <laughs> <laughs> they can't everybody bring your fucking sledgehammer <laughs> yes uh, oh my god let's do it i want to fucking break into a shitty grave and just fucking mess with his stupid bones um uh this is just more true crime shit uh handwriting samples from holmes and jack the ripper's from hell letter at at least 97 percent matched the reason these murders are attributed to holmes is due to at least a few of them being killed by mutilation of their organs Mm. uh it is thought that only a surgically trained doctor could pull this off mysteriously these murders took place during a blind spot in Holmes' recorded history. This has led many, including some of Holmes' descendants, to believe that H.H. Holmes is indeed Jack the Ripper. If this is true, Elizabeth Stride, who they said was a victim in the episode but isn't confirmed, uh, if this is true, Elizabeth Stride would be another victim of H.H. Holmes. There's a- Okay. Oh, you. There's also a theory that, um- Have you watched BuzzFeed Unsolved? Uh, I've watched some, but mostly just the goofy ghost ones. That's fair. Um, they did an episode about the the Axeman of New of New Orleans. Greg. So there's this guy who was like running, you know, he was just running around with a fucking axe. There's a theory that it is the same person who did axe murders in other places in America and in Europe. There's like a very famous axe murder in Europe, and it is possible that it's the same dude who is just like running around doing a bunch of fucking axe murders. This like, dude gets around. Yeah, it's the exact same MO. Like it's literally like. This dude didn't have his own axe. He just, like, used an axe that was lying around the house to be like, hey, I'm going to use the family axe to kill this person. And then I'm just going to, like, yeah, it's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. It's crazy. The famous axe murderer didn't even have his own axe? He did. No, that's a fucking thing. He didn't even have his own axe. Like, I need you to read. I need you to, like, hear that, like, the Shrek meme. He didn't even bring (laughs) his own axe. (laughs) It's just crazy because the New Orleans axe murder, it's, he didn't even like break into people's houses. Like, it's very strange. It's almost like he just slipped in. It's almost like he was a fucking demon. Like, he just slipped in and then killed people with their own fucking axe. And then, I don't know, put the axe back. I don't remember what happens to the axes. But, like, yeah. And he just break into places. But there would also be, like, no sign of intrusion. It's insane. It's insane. It's wild. Anyway, it's not. And then also, okay, really quick. (laughs) Towards the end of his murder spree in New Orleans, he sent a message to the police that was, like, I'm a fucking demon. I'm fucking evil as shit. If anybody in New Orleans isn't jazzing it on this date, I'm going to kill him. So every single person in New Orleans filed into the nightclubs and was jazzing it that night. And nobody died that night. Oh my God. That's literally what he said. If somebody in New Orleans isn't jazzing it, that is literally what he said. Isn't jazzing it. That is the words. It's so I mean that's one way to get people to party i guess that's what so wild <laughs> that's a very strange everybody thing needs to, to party or i'll kill them what the fuck insane i'm just imagining like these really freaked out people like was terrified with tears in their eyes dancing like that's yeah that's basically what happens it's, it's crazy 
Also, he, like, attempted to kill a pregnant woman, but she survived and gave birth, and she's a fucking hero. Holy shit. She's incredible. Every time I hear that story, the people are like, holy shit, this woman fucking rules. Yeah. And also, he may have been killed by a, uh, another woman who was, like, the wife of a victim or something. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. There's some, like, powerful woman in in the New Orleans axe murder story. Oh my god. Christ uh i think we covered sam winchester all right what's your au of the week come back to me okay my au of the week is gamer girl joe joe is a gamer girl i wish she survived long enough for twitch to be around so she can be a twitch streamer Absolutely. and do kabbalah's last hunt or whatever the fuck it's called because she would have fucking owned and also i think it would have been really cute if she started dating charlie and charlie is like Charlie's like the obvious nerd, like the fucking LARPing D and D, all that fucking shit. And then they, uh, like Charlie's like Twitch streaming, and then she like closes D and D. She's like, okay, uh, tomorrow my girlfriend is gonna be doing some uh video gaming, and everybody like Joe shows up on camera. She's like, hi, I'm my girlfriend. Everyone's like, this girl, this girl is gonna play a game. No fucking way. She's too hot. She's too pretty. She's too cool. <laughs> and then she shows up the next day, and she fucking rips ass at every single video game like she plays fucking street fighter online she kills everybody every single time she fucking destroys people and everyone's like what the fuck pro gamer joe (laughs) sorry continue and then charlie is like not very good at games but everybody just like likes her personality whereas joe like barely talks on stream (laughs) but she fucking destroys people i love it Oh, power couple. Twitch power couple, Charlie and Joe. I love it. I love it. I love it. <laughs> um, my AU of the week is Sam and Dean, um, because they are the true vessels of Michael and Lucifer can, in fact, perceive angel true forms. And it mm. wouldn't change too much, but it would make the beginning of season four hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I just like the idea of that, especially if, like, you know, they don't get a chance to see Cass's true form a lot. And, like, Sam probably doesn't see it at all until much, much later. And it's just like, oh, my God, um, you're my friend and I love you. So I'm going to try to keep it together. But holy fuck, you look <laughs> horrifying. Meanwhile, because I'm a little DC heller, Dean's over there like, God, isn't he the most beautiful thing you've ever seen? And Sam's like, excuse me? Oh, I can't not fuck him. <laughs> yeah, Sam's just like, if I open my mouth right now, I'm going to scream. So that's the only reason I'm not saying anything. Also, I don't want to hurt his feelings. But what the fuck is your problem, Dean? Especially since, like, up to this point, Sam is the monster fucker. And then <laughs> Dean is like, oh, shit, we found one I can't turn down. Oh, no. I mean, Dean is kind of an angel fucker. He did fuck Anna. He like... did fuck Anna. He's an angel. He is a monster fucker, but only that one specific kind of monster. I mean, to be fair, it is joked about a couple of different times that he may or may not have a tentacle fetish. (laughs) Oh my god, don't get me fucking started on tentacle true form shit. Oh, I will not stop. He only likes the kind of monsters that, you know, he he didn't think were real. And then, oh, whoops, they are real. (laughs) And I may have a fetish. <laughs> oh my god. Wait, isn't it okay, there was that one episode, that like Lovecraft mm-hmm. episode where like those in later get seasons. Tentacled. Yeah. Is it canon that he likes Oh yeah, he does like tentacles, doesn't he? I think it it was just joked about like once or twice. 
I also, listen, I have said it before and I, I will say it again. I fully do not believe Dean watches hentai. Like, they've made it canon that he does, but I don't <laughs> believe it. Like, hentai is weird. Like, listen, this yeah. may be the only context you will ever hear me say this. <laughs> Dean's too normal. Dean is too <laughs> normal for that. Yeah. I don't know what writer was projecting that onto Dean, but I'm sorry, yeah. Dean's more normal than you. And also, in this batch of episodes, Sam was watching porn. Like, Sam is not exempt from porn. Mm-hmm. Like, Are you saying Sam watches hentai? No. <laughs> but I, I fully believe that Dean was, like, watching Cowboy Bebop or some other anime. And Sam came in and was like, oh, you watching hentai? And Sam's like, yeah sure uh-huh i'm not invested in this anime at all like charlie definitely sent dean like some anime recommendations and fucking like, honestly later season sam is so judgmental and i really hate it so of course sam would be like oh, you're watching fucking hentai because sam doesn't know the fucking difference between good anime and hentai also almost all anime especially older anime has like a ridiculous amount of really weird fan service yeah like the amount of panty shots in like, just a regular anime is a little astounding. Yeah. Again, why don't fucking watch anime? Mm. Like, even the best anime is still like, come the fuck on. Um, okay. Well, this has been Hell and Complicated. I'm Duplus on Tumblr, Duplus27 on Twitter, Duplus everywhere. Uh, do you have anything you want to say? Yeah, my name is Bo. If you want to find me, uh, meet me outside of H.H. Holmes' grave with a sledgehammer. Hell yes! Let's do it! <laughs> Fucking, as soon as we're all vaccinated, we're breaking to H.H. Holmes' fucking grave, and we're gonna fucking, we're all gonna touch his corpse. We're gonna do some <laughs> fucking, we're not gonna do any freaky shit with it, but we're just gonna, like, annoy the shit out of his spirit. I don't fucking give a shit. Uh, you can find us at Helene Podcast on Twitter, Helene Complicated on Tumblr and Facebook, leave a review on Apple Podcasts if you enjoyed this. Um, and lastly, Misha Collins. Please join our D&D game. It starts on um, May the 8th. I think you could... Wait. Okay, what class do you think Misha Collins should play? Bard? I don't know. We have a lot of magic users. We do have a lot of magic users. I'm already rogue. But he is such a... He would be... I mean, paladin, rogue, and... What the fuck is Mo? Uh, I don't remember. (laughs) What the fuck was Mo? Just, Just jump in a Discord call with us. We'll figure it out. Yeah, Misha Collins, come play some, <laughs> come play some NPCs in our D and D games. Come join! Oh my God, come join my the other. Just Misha Collins, please play D and D with me. I'm begging you. <laughs> I would love nothing more in this universe. Have a good day, everybody, and carry on, my wayward kids. Bye. I forgot to tell you, okay, on Tumblr this morning when I mm-hmm. sent you, like, the, oh, man, this porn blog just had, like, a wine bottle shoved up this woman's ass. <laughs> and then, you know, I went on with my work, and then I went on my break, and, like, you know, I saw the notification. It just said, Dean. And I'm like, Bo, are you applying? Yeah, that's Dean coded behavior right there. I hate you so much. I hate you so fucking much. What else was I supposed to think?